0: Let's bring in our guest out in the Arizona Fall League, uh, Cardinals prospect. He's fast. Victor Scott joins us right now. Victor, how's it going, man?
1: Man, I can't complain. Man, Arizona's great. Just kind of loving the weather out here. It's, everywhere it's kinda is everywhere is kind of is a little cold, but out here is a out here is nice and nice and warm. So can't complain at all. Oh,
0: it's good living. Arizona Fall League. Obviously, you know we're talking to a lot of players throughout um, this month about life out there. I just want to. I always like to do this, bring our combo that we just had over to you. More simply put, you're not in the big leagues yet, but just how is the communication process for a prospect in terms of what you need to work on and who are you talking to? And did you have a meeting right after the season where they were like, Victor, the problem is we were really looking for about 120 stolen bags out of you. and <laughs> You didn't even get to hundred this year.
1: Yeah. It. Oftentimes it kind of just streams lines from, from like the farm directors or like hitting coordinators Especially like as a, as a hitter for me, but um, it's just about like all like what you need to work on and kind of like what the what the big league club needs and and kind of how you would provide service in that aspect.
0: What do you need to work on? What were you told, and what do you think you need to work on? Because I think you've got base running down.
1: <laughs> yeah, it um, it honestly was like a big a big time adjustment for me because in college I was a three hole hitter so. Oftentimes I was trying to hit for doubles and get RBIs and all that good stuff. And then kind of when I got in the pro ball, my identity changed from a three-hole hitter to a leadoff man, a table setter. So when I first got here, um, working with like Russ and working with um, Daniel, it was kind of like a more level swing, kind of get yourself on base more, and then you to really utilize the, the ability to run. So that helped out a lot.
0: All right. So um, let's go over life with the St. Louis Cardinals right now. Um, who do you know in the organization? Who have you spoken to? And were you in spring training with the ball club?
1: Yeah, I was. I was. I wasn't in big league spring training, but I was in like a step camp where we would go like up and down from either like the minor league side to the big league side, kind of just every day.
2: Did you get that meal money though? Did you get the big league meal money in step up camp or?
1: <laughs> nah, unfortunately, I didn't. But um, <laughs> no, nah, I wish you need that. <laughs>
2: How does a guy from Georgia end up in West Virginia?
1: Yeah, so I mean, it was kind of like a a late a late decision for me almost. Um, I wasn't really like severely scouted in, in in high school, so West Virginia was like a power five school that gave me an opportunity to come in and start my freshman year, um, and that was like something I, I didn't want to deny when I when I first got that offer. So, um, being said that, I made that I made that choice, and then. It ended up working out for me.
3: Yeah, it worked out really well. Hey, did you get your Cardinal Way book yet? Because I hear Cardinal Prospects get the Cardinals Way book. And have you read through the entire book?
1: Haven't read through the entire book, but I do I do have it at home. So I've read a couple of pages, a couple of chapters, but haven't read through the entire book yet.
3: Does it does it inhibit you somewhat from like putting out some pretty sick pictures of you in, like Cowboy day, like showing off the muscles or anything like that?
1: No, I wouldn't I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so. I kinda of been disassociating that with uh just like more so like building building your brand, kinda of letting people know who you are outside of baseball, showing your personality on social media. So um yeah, that's a funny picture show.
3: That's a good picture. I like that's a great that picture. picture. <laughs> yeah, we had we had Reggie on the other day and Reggie was saying he didn't I still think Reggie was he was holding his he was he was going like extra, to give an extra bicep, I think he was, <laughs> I know he's a big dude, I know he's a big dude, but he was pushing it out a little bit, trying to get a little extra.
1: Yeah, Reggie, Reggie put some, um, he put some sunscreen on before we went out, before oh, we went out there good. and did that. That's he good. said, uh, it was going to make him listen a little bit. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> was crazy. Was crazy.
3: hey, do you think, do you think on the whole, like promoting, your, you know, building your brand stuff, Do you feel like something, obviously I don't know what's in the Cardinal way book, but you know, you see, it seems like it's very like the Cardinal way kind of comes across as kind of boring. I know you're a Cardinal prospect, but is there something to building your brand and still having like respect for the game?
1: Yeah, most definitely. I feel like it's like a fine line because a lot of the times like you can build your brand but, like, you, it's really just, like, as I see it, just for, like, letting every other show or, like, know who you are, know your personality. Um, but, like, kind of disassociating that from baseball, just, like, allowing them, because everybody's going to see what you do on the field. But then no one necessarily gets to see kind of, like, how you live your life outside of the field. So, just kind of letting everybody know, like, look, I'm just not a baseball player. Like... I'm a, I'm a bowler, I'm a ping pong player, I'm an artist. So kind of just letting everyone know like, okay, look, I'm more than just, just the identity of a baseball player.
0: So Victor, do you feel like there's a process to get to that point to show more of your personality where, for example, I mean, Randy or Rosarena has an act, right, and he's like that all the time and he's able to be his true self. Do you feel like if there's a player who wants to express himself that much, like? randy does that you have to be in the bigs you have to show some success and then you can really let loose because ultimately and we talk about this a lot on our show our game needs more of that so if there are barriers there definitely some of them being broken where you know guys are able to come up and be themselves more and some of the some teams that we speak to they'll say like i mean we're talking to max muncie right after we speak with you and he says hey we let the rookies do their thing like there's you know there's no judgment it's just be yourself, have fun and do whatever you need to do. So do you feel like there's a process there and do you think that it's changing at all?
1: Yeah, I, de- I most definitely feel like it's a it's a process because like the world kind of is like a big time, like social media input world. Like um, with even like with brand deals and, and things like that, those brands want you to kind of promote yourself on your social media so they can give you a chance. It, it doesn't like always come down to your performance on the field. It's kind of just like, your notoriety and like the image that you're portraying of yourself so
3: yeah yeah that's what I was kind of kind of go to here too is it hard to is it hard to express yourself as like you know the brand that you're building if you're not doing as well like let's say you come out next year and you only average 10 stolen bases per month you know you're really slumping with your stolen bases instead of 20 a month like is it hard to like, ah, you know what? I better not do this right now because I didn't play real well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel like that's like a factor into it. But it all just kind of comes down to like confidence and how you kind of go about like your everyday life. So I feel like if I weren't to like continue building my brand in those times, and people would kind of could portray me as like fake, or he's only doing this when he's doing well, or he's only he's only doing this when he has the hype right now, but. I mean, everyone kind of goes through, like, a tough period where they'll struggle. So I feel like if I were to continue doing that in that time period, it would kind of just show, like, all right, look, he's just continuing to show how he is, who he is off the field, because he's not just a baseball player when it comes to, you know, down, down to it at the end of the day.
2: Vic, you've got, you got a couple of chains on ones. Vic. One looks like a lightning bolt. If you get 100 stolen bases, are you going to get, like, a big 100 around your neck? I mean <laughs>
0: – in the what, majors or minors?
2: Either Anywhere. one, wear. I mean, hundreds a big number. No, First of all, 94 no, we couldn't get
3: to 100 but, this year. I mean, what's happening here? <laughs> no. Hundreds a 100 don't don't let Scott don't let Scott hate him. 100, I can tell you all the people I played against that had 100 stolen bases in the minor leagues. It is not many. Billy, Billy yeah. Hamilton, Wayne Lydon, and Angel Pagan. That's it. Angel Pagan. Angel Pagan? 100? I might, I might have overstepped saying Angel Pagano. I'm gonna look at that. Yeah, okay. all, I don't think,
2: I don't think he stole a hundred. Uh-huh. Billy Hamilton, he for sure. Yeah. And the other guy, I don't even, ever even heard of him. So Wayne he Lyden, didn't do it. Wayne Lyden. All right. That's, so let's get back to my question. Are you gonna get a big hundred chain if you get to a <laughs>
3: hundred?
1: Um, potentially, it might, it might be like a gift from somebody. So <laughs> hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, it can happen.
3: You already have a hundred. You already got nine in the fall league. That's a hundred and three yeah. stolen bases. That don't count. I need, to, I need to see a hundred. Falling counts. Falling's hard. 94-9, hey,
2: hey, No, I need to see a hundred.
3: Look. It's like no. you're gonna be like, oh, I need to see a Hundo. Just because AJ right. wouldn't have thrown you out and I would have thrown you out, I'm the one that AJ, you were getting the hits, I'm throwing people out, okay? Let me <laughs> let me have something. Let me have something, AJ. I know like, about Billy Hamilton. <laughs> come on, man. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> AJ's got two thousand hits in the show, and I got not even two thousand game like innings caught, so
0: Okay, well, life has become a little bit easier too, right? So when you get up to the show, there were changes this year. Stolen bases were up. Kratz, you're the numbers guy. Was it 40% this year in the Bigs? Is Uh, that the number? I don't
3: know. I don't know. I don't know the percentage, but it It, was a lot. lot. It was a lot. What what do you mean, 40% what? The overall
0: number of stolen
3: bags this year? Oh, it it was
2: 85% making it which is like the highest percentage. Right, that's the
0: success rate, yes, was up. But the overall number of stolen bags was up a lot. So, Victor, for you, when you saw officially last offseason that those rules were going to be put in place about, you know, limited pickoffs, bigger bases, right, stuff like that, did you do one of these? Like, let's go. I might steal an extra 20, 30 bags when I get up there.
1: Yeah, it it definitely helps out a person, like a guy of like my kind of – Kind of forte on the field because essentially when you only have two pickoff attempts and then it say like you utilize two, I can almost just bank on you pitching on the next one. If you slide step or high leg lift, like it doesn't matter at that point. So I mean those those rules, the time limit helps out kind of speed the game up a little bit. So if you're if you're not in shape, if you're not ready for like that type of pace of play, then as a pitcher, you're really focused on just just getting out the hitter. So then they lose complete interest in like what I'm doing. And now I can kind of just roam free on those.
3: What if a hitting coach, how, how confident are you in, in your hitting? Just confident or not confident? Good? I would, say, I would say confident. Okay. What if a hitting coach comes to you next year and is like, all right, hey, I want you to start driving the ball out of the ballpark. Are you a guy that's going to say, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that? Or are you like, eh, you know what? I'm going to stick where where I'm at.
1: Yeah, I think I'm definitely going to say I'm going to stick where I'm at. That's where I've had the most success at. So, like in college, I was the drive the ball at the ballpark guy, and I hit six homers. So <laughs> that, that really don't work too well for me. So I'm just going to stick to the table setting routine.
2: Well, and the game's changing here. I mean, yeah, you're going to get look the di- look at the Diamondbacks, right? Look at some of these teams that are left. They steal bases now. Like they run. It's not just hit the ball at the ballpark. They yeah. steal bases.
0: Also, I think following a player like Andrew Benintendi in his career, you know how he came up, he was such a great contact guy, and then he tried to become more of a pop guy. It didn't really work. How many out, Homer's tried he had to this go year? back. Hmm. Like, yeah, too. Right. AJ's also a White Sox fan. Vic. Yeah, so Let's I might, you know. I,
2: but I'm just saying, like, following his track and I'm has a Cardinals fan. I take that personal. Yeah, you played there. <laughs> I did. Legend there. Legend in Cardinals' world. Hey, Victor, man. no, I do. I want to. Speaking of the Cardinals, they, have they ever brought like Willie McGee? I know it was a big league coach, but they had Vince Coleman, Willie McGee. They had some dudes that could run back in the 80s. Cool. And they brought them around and said, hey, Victor, like, we're going to teach you all these little tricks so you can get to 100.
1: Yeah, yeah. So actually, I talked to both Willie McGee and Vince Coleman. Uh, Vince Coleman more than McGee. But um, I talked to Willie McGee a lot during spring training and just kind of picking his brain about like, how they played the game back in the day because i feel like that's what's coming back um and then with vince coleman i was at the futures game and like a guy from my agency texted me say vince coleman's downstairs and i don't know how fast i ran down those stairs to, like go meet that guy because I'm like man this is somebody who genuinely knows how to base steal, genuinely knows how to play the game so um i went down there talked to him pick his brain and then we kind of still share a good connection like to this day
0: Okay, so what's the next big rule change to the bigs? Because you, you've played in some of the experimental situations, right, in the minors? Because, you know, how, like each league's got different testing going on. Well, what have you experienced? What have you liked? What have you thought? Eh, we don't need that in the bigs.
1: Um, I have, liked the – so, like, with the ABS strike zone, the automatic strike zone, um, that one's kind of it's, – it's, it could be pitcher-friendly because there are some times where, like, a pitch will will, like – be like a dirt ball for a catcher, but it like clipped the bottom of the zone. So like the, the the catcher's blocking the ball, but it's a, it's a strike. So um, that one's like a little, a little iffy. Um, opposed like the rule changes, like with the um, time clock. I like the time clock. Helps uh, kind of speed up the game a little bit. Um, it's only two pickoff attempts on the third one. You have to get them. I mean, that, that works in my favor. So I, I want that rule around. Um, and then the challenging strikes, I would say, like sometimes, normally, like if you're challenging it, then it's probably it's probably close enough for you to swing in a two strike count, or even if you're not at a two strike count. So I would say, like probably not with the challenges, but I mean that's two each on.
3: Uh, how about the challenges? Because I was watching, I was watching some of your your steals. Now the ones you got you got caught going to third, you were kind of out. Looked like you didn't get some good jumps. I didn't see one at second base, that I was like. We got to take a look at that like you might you might have had eight more stone bases if there was a system like I'm, I'm just watching your video from the minor leagues and that's what i saw
1: yeah yeah most definitely like a lot of the times like if the throw either beats you or the throw is like on top of your head and your arms are in there because of their angle because of like the umpires like positioning they'll always call you out like it doesn't matter anything if that throw either beats you or it's like or they make like serious contact like with your body they're gonna call you out no matter what so you can get tagged like on your leg um while you're sliding potentially they're gonna call you out because of like the impact of the tag so it's, it's definitely a difficult situation for a bang bang plays for them though
3: how many you think how many you think of those i mean you remember them so in your mind how many think of those were you like yeah i was definitely out on that because I'll be honest, maybe I didn't see all of them. I didn't see any where it was like, man, he got you at second. I'm talking just yeah, in no, second. I,
1: I always had kind of like some just I wouldn't have like something to say like in like an aggressive manner, but I would always like come back after the inning was over and be like, like would you would you see right there? And he'd yeah. be like, I don't know. I think the throw beats you. And anytime I hear like the word I think, I think then they don't really they don't really know. So
3: well, they're gonna get it right. When you get up to the big leagues, they're gonna get it right with the replay. That is something that is, yeah, they're gonna get it right. But you gotta figure out not getting thrown out stealing third. I I, yeah. I saw two. I saw too many on there for your speed. You can't be getting thrown out going to third.
1: Yeah, it's all about the jump and timing with that one.
3: <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. What's the uh in the fall league? Now, a lot of people don't know, like the the games are fun, but like Who are the guys you're hanging out with outside of the field? Because for me, a lot of the stuff we did at the Fall League, yeah, you played games. And for me, you're out there only – you're not playing every single day. But who are the dudes that you're hanging out with outside of the Fall League? Outside of the games, I mean.
1: Yeah, I would say um, Trey Lipscomb with the Nationals. We hang out a lot. Um, Robert Hassel with the Nationals. Uh, Me and Reggie, too. Giants. Um, Sonny Deshera, great guy with the Angels. I um, mean even my my teammates here like Jimmy crooks or tacoa or, or Jerpy like we all just kind of i'll just kind of hang out with those guys for sure
3: you got a, you got a whole apartment like all those people in one apartment
1: no nah, it's just um so like each team like buys their own players like their own like apartments so I live with like cardinals guys like all the cardinals guys are here all the nationals guys are here all the angels you know so on and so forth
3: what so, so you don't even pay for your apartment?
1: No, they they pay they pay for housing. So it's it's really wow. nice setup for sure.
3: Hey, that's big time. That's big time because yeah. we had to put we had to put six dudes in an apartment because we were making like, I think we were making sixteen or seventeen hundred a month when we were out that's there. Cool. So, dang, hey, you're living the big life. You guys got a house? What do you guys got?
1: We have like an apartment. It's a it's a pretty nice apartment, like right across from uh, Arizona State. So. Uh, really nice setup for sure.
3: That's huge. Have they told you if you're? Oh, things have definitely changed. <laughs> I love that. That's great. We're trying to figure. Yeah. We're trying to figure out how to how to make ends meet, cramming six dudes into a, into a G6 Pontiac G6 with our rental car. It didn't work. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's brutal. <laughs> it just sounds brutal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah, on an air
2: mattress on the floor. Air
0: mattress. How many people were in? One, two,
2: there was four of us. One guy, we had two bedrooms. Two dudes with kids slept in the bedrooms because they had kids coming in and out. And then me and my other roommate, one slept on the couch, I slept on an air mattress on the floor.
3: I was, I snored, so I got my own room. But we had six dudes.
0: And kids are coming in and out with that many people around? That's just not
3: good. We 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 didn't have the kid. We didn't play the kid game. You had to play the
2: kid game? What was I supposed to do? Tell my roommates... You can't bring your kids. Tell them don't have kids until you're out of the
3: Arizona. No, you tell them. Tell them to go get a hotel, man. Dude, they didn't have any money. They, they can't afford it. They didn't it back have any then, money. Crats. I know. Don't, you don't got to tell me about no money. I was grind, I was a grinder, <laughs> grinder, Vic, grinder.
0: Well, look, life's good, and I'm I'm glad the changes have been made. Yeah, it's, it's a, necessary. For the necessary. Oh, it's, trust me, know, it's much better than what it used to be. What is it? A fourteen billion dollar industry? I, th- I think we can handle some. Better living accommodations. Right? Yeah. Well, Victor, glad to hear, you, man. It was awesome getting to chat with you for a little bit. Have fun finishing up there, and uh, we'll talk to you next season.
1: Most definitely. Most definitely. Thank you all for having me.
0: Appreciate you, Victor Scott, in the Cardinals organization. Um, super speed. Also, we didn't even get into this, but we can do this when you get to see some highlight, real worthy catches made by him. But his club is insane. Like, could be the best defensive center fielder in the big someday. Is that level seventy grade fielding?
3: That's the one thing I wish I was really good at. For one fielding? day, no running, <laughs> 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 hitting, uh, hitting, hitting. I had some good games in hitting. Like I, I experienced good games. Like the withstanding. Like if I had a hit, if I had hit three hundred the whole season. I would have been exhausted I hit 300 for one week and my legs were tired so <laughs> no just like one day where you're like I don't care who it is like give me Trey Turner's ability to run people be like wow look at Kratzy he can really run I always thought he could run nah man like get through that 94 bases
0: I actually feel like I mean you're in good shape that you'd be able to run decently well but I guess that's not
3: the case I was faster than AJ that's all
2: you ever score from first on a ground ball to
3: third with no errors? Because yeah. I have. How does that happen? You ever bunt a 399 down the first base?
2: No, but I got lots of bunt hits.
3: Yeah, well you didn't run 399 because I have a higher sprint speed. We'll look it up. Oh my gosh. Sprint speed disc.